This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with two ladies that are creating doggy connections all over the U.S. I'll tell you all about them and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with pet parents, entrepreneurs. One of them is a wine snob, and the other is a coffee lover. They're both originally from India. They currently live in Saratoga, California, which is located in the Bay Area. They are both married, and they both have human and canine children. They are co-founders of The Doghood, which is a dog-centric platform that turns online connections into offline relationships. They are Pervy and Ruchi. Welcome, Pervy and Ruchi. It's so good to have you on the show. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, it's my pleasure. I have so enjoyed getting to know you over social media. And I want to talk all about your hopes and dreams and the connections you're making on the doghood. But first, I want to introduce our drinking game today. Anybody participating in our drinking game? Anytime you hear this word... The secret word is social. Make sure you take a drink of whatever you're enjoying, but please be sure you're over 21 to partake in the U.S. Never drink and drive and always drink responsibly. So what are you all having tonight over in the Bay Area? We are having a white wine named Josh. So basically, this is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a Chardonnay. This is that kind of day. We are in California. It's sunny. It's warm. It's just the right day for Chardonnay. <laughs> yes, it is. And you guys, of course, are having a California Chardonnay. You couldn't come with anything different than a California wine in your area. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we, we just absolutely love the wines here. It's just California is full of you know, the different kinds of wines and we love it. (laughs) I can't wait to get into your background, how you ended up in California and how you met. And I'm actually having, staying local too. I'm having a classic margarita the way I like it. Just a very simple, natural mix that I purchased at Target, which is actually quite good. Gold tequila and some tahine to keep it local and keep it authentic El Paso. So cheers. Thank you so much for being on the show. And what's the portion did you use from the ready-made Target mix? It's an organic mix. 
Okay. <laughs> and so it's, you know, a lot of the mixes come with high fructose corn syrup and all these things. I don't have the time to make my own mix, but I also don't like the sugar content and all that of the other mix. So this is agave based, which is why I love it. And it's um the Target brand. I think it's good. And what is it? Good and gather, gather, good and gather or something like that. Okay. Uh, so I will share it on social media so that everybody who likes margaritas as much as I do can follow along and uh, get yours for the summer because it's like the perfect summer drink. <laughs> perfect. All right. So first things first, I always introduce the show with the game. And today we're going to talk pet stats because I feel like ladies who are in technology would probably have a lot to say about statistics when it comes to pets. This is a statistic based game. It's true or false. And it's taken from stats that I found on petkeen.com. Are you guys ready to play? Yes, <laughs> we are. All right. You guys can decide if how you want to split up the answering. You can answer together. You can see if who disagrees and who agrees, whatever you want. But here's number one. Five million U.S. households own at least one pet. True or false? True, of course. It is true. 60% of U.S. pet owners are male. True or false? That's uh, not sure. Yeah, not sure. I don't think so. I, oh, I, you're right. It's false. Actually, 60% of U.S. pet owners are females. So more females have pets than males. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next one. Millennials are the generation least likely to own pets, accounting for 32% of all pet owners. True or false? False. 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 They are the generation most likely to have pets. Absolutely. Yep. We've done it for. <laughs> yeah, and you're probably, those are exactly who you're going after with your app, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and we do see those numbers go yep. up. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. Millennials know what's up. They get a lot of heat and they get a lot of criticism, but they keep their lives simple and they know what to prioritize. And pets is one of the things they prioritize for sure. All right. Next one. Approximately 23 million U.S. households added a pet between March 2020 and May 2021. True or false? True. That's, that's about right. Yeah. Yep. It is absolutely true. Yes. Let's hope they stay in those homes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hope so. yeah. All right. Next one. About 69 million households in the U.S. own at least one dog. True, right? So, yeah. Total true. 75 million uh, in total. Yeah. 69. Yes. 69. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yes. Absolutely right. All right. Next one. 36% of dogs were purchased from breeders between March 2020 and May 2021. 36% of those dogs adopted during the pandemic. Did they come from breeders? That's a tricky one, but because it, it could, right. it, yeah, yeah. it could be a mix of rescue breeder, but 36% sounds, sounds about right. right. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I think it sounds about right. And it is true based on petkeen.com. And then the next one, approximately 390,000 dogs are euthanized in U.S. shelters annually. That, is, that true. is true. That is true and very sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is why we're going to talk about how your system, your app, provides support to pet owning families. The next question is, the Labrador Retriever is the most popular dog breed in America with 900, oh, sorry, 98,300 registered only in 2020, in 2020. It's That's true. Correct. It's true. Yeah. It is. So almost 100,000 were registered in 2020. That's crazy. That's a lot of dogs of a specific breed. 85% of dog owners consider their pets family. 
I think it's it 100%. should be hundred percent. It should be hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, but it's definitely at least eighty five percent. And then the last one, the state with the highest rate of pet ownership. This one was surprising to me. Is Wisconsin at seventy two percent? Is that true or false? Hmm, I thought Arkansas, right? Arkansas, but you know that area, right? So it could be. True. It could be true. Yeah. yeah. So you're right about the area. It's actually Wyoming. So that was surprising to me. I always considered Wyoming. Is Wyoming like where all the dude ranches are and such? So I guess that makes sense. Like where people have more land, they have more pets. And there are a lot of farms, you know, which have more two, three dogs. Yeah. Right. That's true. They probably have more. We all have like one or two. I have three. At some point, I had like five. But uh, most people now just have like one or two in their homes in bigger cities and more dense areas. All right. Awesome. So I want to know how you all met. So it's a very interesting story. You know, like uh, Puri will uh, tell her like how, you know, her journey started. But see, I always had a dog. In fact, when we got married, we didn't want to have children. We wanted to have dogs. Like that's how it was. So that's when we got like, you know, it's been 25 years since I've been married. So we have always had a dog and we moved a lot. And you, basically we landed up in Saratoga in 2012. And there was no way I would have met this lady. Like I'm a dog person. I knew every dog person here, every single person. I'm also really social. And I stopped working when we moved. Really? To Are you social? No, I <laughs> Um, yeah, and from that point, so she's been here since 2012. I moved to this area in 2014, but never met Ruche before. Okay, it's it's a small community, but still we have different kind of friends and groups we never met. But it's been three years when, you know, I'm always afraid of a dog. Okay, I was always afraid of a dog. So I never wanted a dog in my life ever, right? But I have two boys and a husband, all three really wanted a dog. And I felt like I'm just depriving them from having a dog, right? So I decided to have a dog and with so much of anxiety, I was scared. I mean, I had little puppy at home and I was scared. And thank God I found Ruchi because she is a you know, I think dog mommy of the area. So she'll find out, okay, where is that new puppy? Okay, okay, okay. So she found out that, okay, Purvi got a new puppy and she has to meet me, right? So she pinged me and says, like, let's go for a walk. And that's how we met. And the it's been three years with Oreo. I adore him like crazy. And I think dogwood is truly because of Oreo and Ruchi. So, yes. Oh, I love that. So how did you both end up in that area? Was it work related? Just choice? So I was very close to this location, like about 20 miles from here. And we just moved here because of my, the school for my kids Mm. moved here. So for us, it's been like, you know, we moved around a lot. We were, you know, we got married in Delhi, moved Uh to Mumbai, from Mumbai to Philippines, Manila, Makati, actually, from there to Singapore, Singapore to Boston. And then we had to move to California because my husband, you know, he just changed his job. And Sayatoga was just right because, uh, you know, Boston is so green. And when I came to California, it took me a while to fall in love with, <laughs> you know, the it's very dry here, but it's also yeah. gorgeous. I think you can relate to it because I'm yes. sure Bartho is like that. So anyway, so came to Sayatoga, you know, to look for houses, not Sayatoga. We were looking for houses all around. Sayatoga is 35,000 people. It's a tiny little community. There are three elementary, one middle, one high. I have one son. I thought they 
cannot be a perfect community. And I was right. You know, oh there are gosh. dogs in every other house. There are children who meet in the evening. The parks yeah. are full. You know, uh, when you go out walking, you meet like thousand people who are walking the dogs. It's beautiful. I love that so much. And is that sense of community that you got used to exactly like what inspired doghood? Yeah. So when I met her and we started going on a walk together and we started talking and I realized that she knows so much about the dogs. And then she said, you know, when we start coming to the park, you know, get Oreo socialize, all that. And we went to the, we started going to the park regularly. And I see that how all the dogs play together socially, how the parents are just talking with each other. And it's like, you know, perfect evening you want to end with. And that I felt like I told Ruchi, we have to create this everywhere. Why can't people have this? What we have it, right? We have an established community. People know each other, uh, especially with the dogs. There is a certain time, every single park, people go there, you know, have a chat, the dogs play. I'm like, okay, we have to have this and we can't replicate get ruchi everywhere there is no way right <laughs> if i could i would um but we can't so i said okay then let's build a build a technology build a platform where people can use that to create something like what we have it here so isabel just a background i'm very community i think like this so my community my people and all right an entrepreneur you know she sees things in a very different way and i think that's why our connection works you know she saw this and she said you know what this is beautiful and i i refuse to believe that like you know why can't we have these hubs all around and i think you know that's what is the beauty of the dockard you know you take a winning formula and then you basically replicate it into like yes. you know as easily as possible and that's our dream isn't it like you know so have these communities all over and have people like you know gather together just a lot of positivity lots of happiness like you I know i love that yeah. <laughs> and I love that because I think a lot of people know how important socialization is, especially in those first few months of life for dogs, but they don't know how to get that dog socialization. Yes, they can include them in their day to day, but there might not be dogs in their day to day. They could socialize into humans, but we also need socialization to dogs. Exactly. So I would say anybody watching who's either got a brand new puppy or is about to get a puppy, like you need to download Doghood and find people in your area because all it takes is a few dogs. Really, like socialization doesn't have to be hundreds of dogs. It just needs to be those dogs that maybe are already socialized or also looking to socialize. So that's such a helpful thing for what, like you said, Pervy, it's super overwhelming to get a new dog, especially if you don't have background in it. Yes, absolutely. And I still remember the first four weeks when Oreo and I stared at each other because all three of them uh, went on their own stuff and me and Oreo and I'm like, I pretty much locked the door and I would call Ruchi. Okay, you know what? I don't know why I'm so scared. What do I do now? Right. But it's just more of, you know, she kind of gave that assurance that, okay, this is how they behave. This is what they do. Right. So it's more of a you know, the guidance uh, right. the pure parent can give you, right? It's not that you need to know everything, but at that moment, you need somebody to say that, you know what, he's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Your vet never tells you that when you go to vet, I keep asking, is Oreo overweight? Is Oreo? 
they would answer the question but they would not go and say that this is how the pattern is right so i think right. a, you know assurance you need from a peer parent and that's what the doghood is all about that there is a feature where you can ask any questions and peer right. you know, uh, dog parents can jump in and say hey you know what this is exactly what happened to me and this and this is how it will you know so don't worry about it right it's just yeah uh, it's the village that we need, right? Like I have two young children, a two-year-old and a four-year-old. So I remember very recently being in that situation where I'm like, is this normal? And like you said, my pediatrician would be like, it's fine, but I want to know more. Yeah, and yeah. there's also, when it comes to pet care and, and parenting too, there's so much information out there that you don't really know how to weed through it these days. Right, so having somebody that you like develop a rapport with, then you kind of have their advice, which becomes more valuable than a stranger on social media or on exactly. the internet. And, and so, you know, what happens is like, you know, I always feel, you know, just like how children are, no two child is the same. So which yes. means is like, you know, I don't think there is a perfect formula that this is exactly what you should do. I think every dog is different, just like how yes. every child is different. And I think, you know, having a pet uh, community helps that way because, you know, like that's what happens, right? Like often you're like, you know, like I often think like dogs are like sugar in your family. They should just like add that beauty in it. Like they, they should not be something which is so different drastically. So I think pet parent community does that to you, right? Like an assurance that says it's all right. You know, like dogs will follow your pattern. They follow their schedule and all that stuff. This is the way you take care. And word of mouth recommendations are so big with pet parents. Yes. I think that's one of the yeah. features that we have found and asked, like, you know, that's one of our features on the app. That's so powerful, isn't it? If somebody has already used it and has a very good experience on it, why wouldn't you use it, right? So I think yes. that's where, you know, like basically a community, an app like that really helps. I think so. I think it's wonderful. I think it's, you know, we all have Nextdoor. We all know about Nextdoor, but Nextdoor is about contractors. And you also have vet recommendations and things, but it's there's a lot of noise that you have to kind of weed through because so many topics are covered. So this is so great that it's the alternative to Nextdoor that's only for dogs. It's not even for cats, guys. It's just for dogs. <laughs> it's just for dog people. And it's really, I think, such a huge resource, especially for people who are new to an area, who are shy and introverted maybe, and people who are new to pet owning and pet parenting in general. So I wanna take a break right here actually. And when we come back, I wanna get into more details about the app and some kind of awesome ideas and things that you've seen come from it. So don't go anywhere. I will be right back with the founders of Doghood and we're gonna to listen to our sponsors and they're gonna tell us all about doggy play dates. We'll see you right here when we come back. Molly, here's your dinner. Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. 
Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today I'm speaking to Ruchi and Pervy, who actually founded an app based on their friendship and how mutually helpful they were to each other in their dog parenting journeys. And now that app is available to people all over the U.S. It's called The Dog Hood, and they are on Instagram as The Dog Hood Official. We'll tell you all about them. But right now, I want to get an idea of what Ruchi and Pervy have seen come from their creation, this app that makes pet parents uh, or dog parents specifically makes connections so that they can help each other in their dog owning journey. So guys, I'm going to play doggy dates with you and I'm going to give you one minute on my handy dandy clock. And you're going to tell me, just shout them out ideas for play dates that people can kind of go into the app and share or establish or suggest that you've seen kind of work well for newbies that come to doghood. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, one of the biggest ideas, we have an, a feature called the events, which is a local feature on the app. The way you do it is basically, it, so the doghood, it connects automatically, you know, to all your friends in your city. So the moment you download, you're connected automatically, you can call the whole neighborhood, the whole city to do things. And one of the biggest and the brightest idea is do a birthday, a doggy birthday. birthday. Yes, it's so popular. <laughs> here on our app that people actually celebrate the doggies birthdays big right it's a birthday party come at the park this time they get the cake they get the ice cream it's a wonderful event another one which is my favorite is too is the one-on-one -on -one play date yeah mm -hmm. you know you are not sure whether you know your dog is going to be you know uh, okay with a lot of dogs around you can pick one or two or whatever number in your you can select in the pack um, in your city and then you can have a play date. You can have a play date in a backyard or you can just say, oh, you know what? Let's go on a walk together. So that's another yes. event you can do, right? But another, I think, so that is also my favorite, but one of the most favorite is the dog swapping. Yes. So um, when you go on a vacation or when you are back to work, you don't want your dog is so spoiled now after COVID that they don't want to be on your own, right? So what happens is you can leave them to friends' place or whoever the dog is comfortable with, right? So set up a play date, get to know each other, and do a dog swapping when you are on a vacation, especially when you are traveling. In so a community like this, you know, like as she was saying, that's the beauty of a community, right? Yes. You meet, you make relationships online to offline relationships. Do like you know, have your doggy community but some other ideas for events is Halloween call the whole city Christmas we, and we have done all of these things in fact we have a beer meet coming tomorrow you know like where or we have a very local brewery it basically dog friendly somebody created an event we are all landing up it's going to be fun we're going to try different things and doggies are allowed in that brewery so right yes there's so many pet friendly businesses that I think would benefit as well because 
you know, they want more patrons, but maybe on a Thursday afternoon, they can do a yappy hour. Yeah, yeah. So local businesses, we can do the events there and take the doggies along. And that's a lot more fun, too. So that is such a good idea. As you know, is local, right? Local connections. So not only get the local businesses on board, but get your local pet community. So uh, I don't know how many minutes are left, but like this is really... Oh, you are far over the one minute, but it's fine. It's totally fine. First minute entire by yourself. I'm just (laughs) no, it's totally fine. So it's funny because you do you refer to doghood as a support system for dog parents. And I do find that when somebody now adjusting to post-pandemic kind of life, right? There are adjustments to be made and there are kind of changes for the pets and we're calling them pandemic puppies and we're seeing a lot of separation anxiety. So having other people that can help you exercise your dog, go for walks together where you are socializing and your pet is socializing and they're learning maybe together to do a, like a no pull walk, you know, like a loose leash walk together where you both are working with a skill for your dog would be so nice to have somebody like-minded in your local vicinity. Do you think that the vast majority of dog parents want that support? Do they even know they need that support? I think they do. Like, what are the chances? Like, suppose you have a child, right? That's one way of connecting to the community. You know, one of the things that, so we do a lot of research, we have done lots of surveys and things like that. One of the biggest things that is most challenging right now is mental health. And you know that, Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, what happens is like once your child goes to school, you know, like then to college and things like that, what is the way that brings you back to your community? You need to be connected, right? Now, think about it. Most of these people have dogs, so you don't necessarily have to come to the park. But think about it. If you have a community online like this, where you think you belong, you can contribute. You can be a part of it. You can help somebody else or just basically get like lots of happiness just looking at the pictures you know like yes yeah and i think to your point um yes people do need it they just don't know right sometimes right yeah and again you know dogs are not always your top priority when you wake up in the morning on monday right but when it comes to tuesday wednesday it's like okay oh my gosh my dog has not uh, done enough exercise or okay now i think you know he needs to socialize so having something very easy on your fingertip would really help you can just say okay you know what you need a walk okay let me find a buddy to play with or whatever right so i think it's everybody needs it it's just people don't know that there is a very simple way you can make your dog walk and exercise in like 15 minutes 20 minutes dog is tired come home happy and tired dog is always a good dog right and you know what's funny is I feel like we fail ourselves a lot and maybe we'll kind of be like, oh, I'll walk the dog tomorrow. But if you've made a plan with somebody, yeah. the chances that you'll keep that commitment are really increased. So it'll be good for you and for your dog and maybe for the other people in your house that need you to get out and need the dog out. So yeah. I, I like the idea of of like the accountability that it creates as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, another thing I think, you know, with for me, uh, my journey of being a puppy owner to a dog owner to a dog lover, just accelerated, right? It, It didn't take a long time because of the support system. And this is what we want to do. We want to make everybody's journey, even if the dog is six years old or seven years old, doesn't matter. We want to make your journey healthy, happy and positive, right? So that. That we can help in every single way. 
I love that so much because like we talked about in the first game, dogs get surrendered all the time because they families don't have the time families don't have the resources families can't afford it so if there's maybe like a community they can all pitch in in some way to make it more manageable even if it's just behavior tips you know the dog is chewing all my jimmy chews well yeah. you know this is what pervy did for her puppy or this is what you know ruchi recommends for these situations so that's so helpful without having to spend the money necessarily on behaviorists or a dog trainer or something until it actually, you know, comes to that point where they need a professional to step in. I think that's so wonderful. And it's funny, you mentioned the dog swap. And I just did an interview with a guy on social media. He's a financial advisor and CPA that calls himself Budget Dog. And we talked about a recommendation that Ramsey Solutions, the company that Dave Ramsey founded, says that you should swap. But in the example that they give online is a cat owner taking care of a dog and a dog owner taking care of a cat. And my kind of concern with that is that dogs and cats are so different being different species. But this is really nice because you have an established relationship with these members of your community. The dogs know each other. Maybe you've been to their house before they've been to yours. So it's a much more seamless kind of community pet sitting situation than it would be for a cat person looking after a dog or a dog person scooping a litter box right right, right. no and, and you won't believe the finding uh dog boarding during a peak time on a vacation right. in summer it is so hard but if i know that okay oreo is gonna be fine with his friend ollie right mm -hmm. that me feel good that okay you know he's at the safe place i'm not gonna check you know messages from my you know it's like okay how is he doing right, right. Because I, uh, they have been playing together so he knows the environment so i think the dog swapping is so so powerful especially when we are getting out of covid and getting back yes. to work and with all this anxiety if somebody in in a mile radius why wouldn't you drop there rather than searching yes and paying like humongous amount of money yes. just to have a you know two days of boarding right and again this comes back to abandoning the dogs the cost related to it right you know right well no i mean i can't even imagine so i ran a pet sitting business in the dc area before the pandemic and i know how much our clients paid and we did our best to keep our prices as low as possible to get the highest quality people but now that we're you know that as they should, minimum wage is going to rise, right? All of the costs associated with these services are going to rise. And not everybody is going to be able to afford boarding and pet sitting in these communities that are so expensive. Exactly. You and know, I think this gives another kind of flavor to your, you know, for your dog's health, right? The dog is going to be happy when you are out. You can take a vacation when if you have planned with your, you know, peer parents in your community, it's right there in your city. You don't have to go find every time when yeah. you go on a vacation. Okay. Oh my gosh. Let me first get Oreo settled. Then I'll book my tickets. If that's always the case. I first always have to find, you know, the, the person who can take care of and then say okay let me book my tickets if you have something right there you know find a play date and it's just and super plus, easy. these people are part of your community right there's a kind of a trust there's a reliance there's a belonging i think we all think in a similar way in a community and you know that relationship has been built over time so i think there is a lot of like you know uh like as i said reliance that you know that this is going to be fine right and, uh, so i really think like that's a that's a concept that we are trying to push and that's a concept that we are trying to bring we are saying like this is such a beautiful thing 
to do, you know, get the communities together. Like this is what you can do for each other. And um, let's see if this trend picks up. I think it will. And I think it should, because I mean, I have older dogs, so it's a little bit different for me, but the majority of dogs are able to be cared for in a neighbor's house with their neighbor friend and vice versa. I mean, I, when I was delivering my baby, my neighbor took, you know, my toddler and that's kind of, if it wasn't for the fact that I have four dogs and it's a little bit different, I wouldn't put that on a neighbor that had one dog baby. But if I had one or two dogs and I had that established relationship, it would be a no brainer because again, they'd already have gotten to know my dog. So when it comes to these kinds of benefits of using an app, your app specifically, what do you say to the introverts who are like, I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want, like, I know that I need this and I know that my dog could benefit, but I'm scared. What do you say to them? So one thing is, I'm not sure if uh, we mentioned this, when you download an app, there is no personal details has been asked. So it is dog to dog connection strict. It's not about who is going to judge who, because there is no humans involved, right? Yes. So it's, that's why we don't have any personal details. So I feel for the introverts too, if it is all about dogs, I think it's going to be even more simpler rather than going and asking for the references, all that. This is like, let's see if the dogs are okay, then you just swap the days. Okay, I'm going out on a vacation in June and you're going in August. Let's let's take care of each other's dog. Right. Much more simpler, I feel. Right. And, and then you have something to work toward, right? You have something to work together to establish that relationship because you have especially this time of year you have upcoming dates you know what they are you go and you meet somebody you hit it off and maybe you even get a personal friend right but like offline and those relationships as she always says those are the online connections turn into offline relationships right that's a prime example absolutely i love the concept i think it's just such a gift i hope that more people start signing up. I actually have the app downloaded. I only registered Titan. And then I realized, like you said, that at no point did I really share mine. So I'm going through like the news feed that you have yeah. there. And I'm like liking, you know, the birthdays. This dog is turning 15 and this dog's turning three and this event is happening. And it felt really sweet, but I didn't even realize that I was interacting as Titan until you said yeah. that. Oh, so you are Titans, mom. Okay, you are the one who liked Oreo's post. I'm Oreo's mom. Yes, I did. Today, I liked Oreo's post. And it's funny because I didn't expect El Paso. El Paso is on the border with Mexico. The culture and dog, in the South, the culture of dog rearing is very different than in many other states. Having come from Virginia, Northern Virginia, the DC area, people really take really good care of their dogs there. They have more education. They understand their needs better. In the South, there's a little bit of a kind of a laissez-faire kind of attitude toward pet parenting. It's getting better and there's more education left and right. And there are trainers coming, but like we have one positive based trainer in all of our city. So I wasn't expecting to see much activity, but I did find people who have already downloaded the app in El Paso. So I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine in busier or more like dog centric areas, how busy, uh, how many users do you have in like these busy areas? 
So Isabel, we are so excited. You know, our uh, dream was to basically build these hubs. So we are in more than 200 cities, but the way the app is building up, we can see these communities develop. Yeah, yeah. And, and we have, I think, the uh, California is, yep. is big. So we have San Jose, Saratoga, Los Angeles. In yep. fact, the New York, the engagement is so high I there know. because, again, the space issue and people yeah. want to walk a dog together or they want to find a companion, right? So you know those five cities are really growing and I feel even if certain cities which has the you know less than 50 or you know uh, users but they are upcoming right but we have the top five cities which are growing really phenomenally it's the way we have envisioned that is so cool yeah and you can actually check our website and see you know we are putting all the pictures of different different events in different cities and you can take a look how people are meeting up and what are those cities building up I love that Anything gratifying, you know, when we get the reviews, I think like people texting us, like, you know, people writing to us, you know, that I think gives you like such an energy because, you know, this is our dream. And then when you come to see like the way it is coming up, the way it is growing and it just makes you like, you know, feel really good about yourself. Like this is what we love. Are there any love connections happening? And I'm not referring to the dog love connections because I'm sure there's a lot of dog love, but like any human love connections? Uh, I, I, I see we have built a platform for you to use to make love connections with doggy or other way we don't know right yes you no know, here it's like more like a blind date uh-huh. it's a doggy date it's a blind date you go meet and oh you know it's more of a our connection than a doggy connection so who can is- have connections without knowing each other meeting and definitely you know we hope that we want to bring love happiness and positivity yes and if, if our platform can do that all i yeah. love it i love it i love it and it's no pressure right or low pressure low pressure because it's really not about you guys hitting it off it's about your pet your dogs hitting it off so if there's no love connection you know that's fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah because people don't really get to go to the next step if the dogs are not getting along oh okay you know what <laughs> yep exactly see you later the dogs didn't hit it off we can't uh so i love that so much i also want to add that the app is free to download so i think that's such a huge resource i hope more people take it and use it to full advantage so tell us how can people learn more about doghood come join us on the social media come on the app send us emails you know there are so many different channels that you can do that we are there and social media in fact our social media and instagram and facebook we do post very regularly and we kind of educate again end of the day it's an app so very little education you can do it by writing it on the app but when you follow us on our social media we have pretty much every day some or the other kind of tip or education or just the fun stuff it will give you a smile on your face guaranteed okay (laughs) that is that's for sure (laughs) i love it i can't wait for it to reach more people i just want to propose a toast to you both for your awesome energy the positivity and the connections cheers cheers Cheers. thanks to you our glasses empty you know you need to drink up yours (laughs) i know i've been nursing it i I also want to propose a toast to my executive producer mark winter thank you mark and to our audience thank you so much for joining me and my awesome guests here's to a life covered in pet hair because there's no better way to live cheers cheers Cheers. thank you so much
Thank you, guys. I've so enjoyed talking to you. To learn more about Covered in Pet Hair, please visit CoveredInPetHair.com or PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.